Welcome back to Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Our guest today is Andrew Manglickbot, a transitioning Army officer who recently attended an Orion hiring conference. Andrew and I talk about his upcoming transition, advice for fellow job seekers, and his personal motto, proper preparation prevents poor performance. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for a future podcast, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Hey, Andrew, it's great to talk to you today. It's awesome to talk to you, too. I've heard fantastic things about you from our Northeast recruiting team that's been working with you, and they had the pleasure of meeting you at our Distinguished Candidate Conference in Philadelphia earlier this month. So um, they came to me and said, hey, he would be great for a podcast, so I'm looking forward to chatting with you. Oh, I appreciate the, the compliments, and uh, not, entirely, uh, not entirely sure what I did, but um, thank you. <laughs> no problem. So before we get started, why don't you go ahead and just tell me a little bit about yourself and about your background. Uh, sure. So I graduated from the United States Military Academy in 2012 and uh, commissioned as an armor officer. Uh, today I'm an armor captain uh, here at Fort Carson, Colorado and uh, looking to transition out in about four to five months uh, into a position within the fields of operation management or supply chain logistics uh, that we discussed with uh, Orion. Awesome. Tell me a little bit about your decision to transition out of the military because I know um, when you get to that point you're kind of faced, you're at a fork in the road and you kind of decide, okay, what do I want to do from here? Do I want to continue on? in the military or pursue a civilian career path. So when did you make the decision about what you wanted to do and what were some of the key factors for you in making that decision? Sure. Um, the way you actually just explained it or were the three paradigms that I kind of looked at life, um, military, civilian, and personal. Um, mm -hmm. Military, you know, I, I think uh, at least from my perspective, I, I, I measured on whether or not I've accomplished everything that I wanted in the military and if I've, you know, rightfully served uh, our, our country well enough to, to be able to, to make a, you know, a change in my life. Uh, Civilian-wise, uh, I, I looked at, you know, where I was in, in comparison to uh, people of, my sa of the same age, the, the same demographic, the same, um, you know, education level and whatnot. And seeing where I measured there, I was able to... Uh, able to understand where I would be um, situated if I were to go into a job and uh, finding an, an, a different career. Uh, so looking at it civilian-wise, I just wanted to make sure that I was uh, well-equipped uh, prior to, to actually making any type of strong decision or, you know, important decision like this. And then finally, I looked at my life personally, you know, and that and personally I mean, you know, with my family, my friend, and, uh, and the, my significant other, my girlfriend. And that, that, is, that value was actually just based off of my emotional standpoint. So, you know, I felt that I'd like to, you know, start, start a family and, and be there for a lot of the firsts uh, for, you know, my future family and, and whatnot. So that was a bit hard because I know we all go into the military knowing that, you know, we are here to sacrifice and serve others. Um, at some point of time, I mean, you really have to make that final decision on whether or not this is best for you and those that depend on you um, throughout the, for the rest of your uh, for the rest of your life. So that's kind of how I made my decision on 
uh, I'm transitioning out eventually. So. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's a great answer. So when when do you think you made that decision? Was it something that you decided, you know, several months ago, or has it been a recent decision? Oh, you definitely, I like, so I have a lot of family members that are in the military, and uh, their their advice was to definitely know by about a year out because it does take about mm -hmm. that much to really develop and hone in on the on the skills that you've uh, that you found in the military, as well as um, you know getting everything in the right spot or in the right position for you to to really attack uh, the direction that you really want to go in. So. Um, I'd say I'd say while I was probably at the end of my one of my tours, um, I started to, you know, think a little bit more less less about less about you know the military and, and what it has to offer, and then honestly what everything else has to offer uh, in order to to help the people that I care for. I think that's great advice too from your family. I mean, that's one of the things that we always tell our military job seekers is just when you do decide that you want to transition, start as early as you can because there are so many opportunities out there for you. You may as well educate yourself on what those are well in advance. And it sounds like I think you mentioned that you were seeking a career in um, operations. So it's just so much easier when you know early on and you don't have to go to a first interview or a hiring conference or whatever the case may be and still be very, very undecided. Right, and definitely, it, it's it's a very, it's a, it's a it's a sensitive topic as well as you know it does require a, a decision. You know, you, you you definitely have to commit to a decision and go forth with it because uh, once you start second guessing yourself, it just becomes a battle, an internal battle on whether or not, and it's just a, a stressor that may not even be necessary if you you know. Just make the decision whether you want to stay or go. If you see yourself, my cousin actually told me, if you see yourself as a uh, a colonel or a, at least a major, then then yes. If you look in the mirror and you see that, then yes, then you can make it. But if you if you have any doubt or if you have any insecurities about whether or not that's even what you want to do in life, I mean, honestly, that's when you should start thinking about different options. It's great. It sounds like you've got a lot of people in your life that have either been through a similar situation or at least have, you know, dad, uncle, someone, because you have so many um, family members that were in the military. So that's great that you have so many people that are like-minded and can help you out with the decisions that you have to make. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely having a mentor is essentially what I've uh, I've come across a lot of times. And um, a mentor to me is somebody that you want to become in, in, in the future. And uh, if you see somebody that you would want to become and, you know, you you like enjoy their values and enjoy their culture and stuff like that, I mean, those are people that you need to hang on to and, and seek mentorship and, and coaching in order to, to build towards something that you enjoy. Um, mm -hmm. But if you don't, then it becomes, uh, then it becomes a, an uphill battle, honestly. You start to fight with yourself as well as the the people around you that you may not even enjoy, you know the 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 work that you're doing sometimes. So, uh, finding yourself a, a mentor, or a coach, uh, somebody that you uh, you really like to emulate, 
is very important because it gives you a template to to what you can become. Yes, I think that's great advice for not only any transitioning military members looking for a civilian career, but for anybody. That's definitely very, very good life advice. Oh, so yeah. we talked a little bit about some of your drivers that led to your transition. So now what about now that you're looking at your career search and you're still a few months out, what would you say is your main driver in the career search? Well, something that's actually been pretty interesting um, that I've, I've come to realize as I've, uh, you know, interviewed as well as talked to other organizations was uh, the creative capacity that, uh, that a person has in their position. Um, in the military, we have a lot of doctrine. They're very structured and, uh, and whatnot. And it, it, it's very, it's all, it already has the answers pretty much, and you just kind of build off of there. Um, one driver for me is how much how much creative how much creative capacity do I have? Not necessarily control or autonomy or anything like that. Like just how much will my will my like my ideas be be recognized or uh, you know actually valued in an organization? So when I look for like a supply chain management, uh, I see that there are things that can be that can be improved in the situation and it's only to benefit everyone and and that's the kind of things that I look for is like where can I make a where can I make an impact in either the organization or the effects of the organization has on on the rest of the community um, you know whether that be recycling and improving the process of recycling uh, lessening the money for a certain organization and improving the uh, the uh, the optimization of the recycling process um, but I look for I look for those things because they're challenging, you know. Not saying that the military mm -hmm. is challenging, but it's a very refined, and a very, um, very developed organization that you just continuously refine the same thing over and over again. So maybe getting more into the technical side and 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 what not to develop a a better system in in my mind. Yeah, I think that's great, and it's interesting um, th that you're talking about it and kind of having the motivation to make a difference. So I think we see that a lot of times with our military candidates and with some hiring managers that maybe don't have a lot of experience with hiring former military, maybe sometimes they think that because the military is so structured and, um, you know, there's a process for everything, they think that someone who's transitioning maybe doesn't have that drive to go and try to find new ways to do things because they're just kind of used to doing things the way that they've been told to. And I, that's one of the biggest stereotypes that we try to dispel with any of our client companies is that that really is not the mindset of a veteran. You really are getting, um, you know, quick on your feet, thinking outside the box. That really is the type of mentality that you're getting, not just do what I'm told. Definitely. I mean, we uh not tooting my own horn, but uh, you know, every military officer or NCO or soldier, they all have these, you know, unique experiences that are, you know, few and far between in in the rest of the world or the rest of the nation at least. And and you're right, you know, they bring a they bring a certain twist to the mix that uh, mm -hmm. perspective that's 
that's unheard of uh, from the masses. And we bring it with our experience to give to exemplify how it's been implemented, and then we restructure it to a point where it's, you know, within the guidelines of the organization, but still making a you know either a profitable or um, drastic change that can really improve the 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 organization as a whole. So, um, yeah, you know, it's definitely something cool to to think about. It's definitely it's a different mindset, and it just adds to the overall diversity of the company's culture. So I think that's something that's really important that we always try to stress to our companies as well. So how did you end up connecting with Orion? Had you heard about us through some of you know your networks in the military or how did that come about? Uh, actually, you know, just seeking, actually I, I got it from my cousin. Um, he actually works for, uh, what is it, Otis? The elevator company in New York, mm -hmm. and he had worked with you all. Um, he didn't actually um, get to get to pick anything, but um, in any case, he said that you guys were a great organization to to you know develop a a direction in which you know to find your career and whatnot. And so I I took a chance. I took his advice, you know, and, and I reached out to you all and was uh, quickly very very quickly paired up with somebody that that would help me one-on-one -on -one and, and definitely assure, um, you know, success at the, uh, at the upcoming events. Great. Well, I know that Orion is obviously the best military recruiting firm out there, but I also know that we're not the only one. So have you worked with any other military recruiting firms? I have. I've actually, I started uh, on Bradley Morse. Um, I actually okay. went to one of their one of their just uh, open meetings uh, that was held in Colorado Springs and you know just listened in and, and connected with them as well so yes. Got it. Has the experience working with Orion been any different compared to the other recruiting firms? Yes actually so I think Orion had a bit more interactive in developing uh, opportunities compared to to the organizations that I've been with and in, in, in the sense that you know working with with my recruiter Nora she's pretty she's pretty awesome she she's taken the time she's made sure you know she slots some time for me to to actually develop some of the the skills that that we that I have today and uh, I think also something that was uh you know very humbling was that she was very um she was straight to the point, you know. She didn't, she didn't, you know, sugarcoat it or anything like that. It's like, oh, you're doing great. No, she she looked to to improve me, even though I thought that I had a pretty good uh, baseline. But there's definitely <laughs> a ground to cover that uh, she she saw that I didn't, and that's that's essentially what uh what I was uh, what I want, you know, is I, I want I want to be able to cover my blind spots, you know, mm -hmm. and and the conversations that we've had and the the consistent communication uh, has been pretty has been pretty stellar in uh, in my opinion and uh, also I'd say you know the the website that uh, that you guys have uh, the video examples and and the, the simple questions that you provided actually helped build a template to the star format that I use you know some of the questions that they asked I, I try to formulate how my my examples could fit in to these uh, different questions, which was very helpful, and also the it, the video examples were very helpful in, in maybe 
developing new examples and spur new ideas that I totally forgot because a lot of times we don't write everything down, you know? So those two things, the, the recruiter as well as the, uh, the resource, the web resource was um, a great, re uh, was a great, you know, chance for me to, to improve what I've already established. Yeah, and that's really great to hear all of that. I mean, Nora is awesome. She's great to work with, So, I, and I know that she's a great resource for our candidates as well. And one thing that you mentioned that I think is interesting is you said that um, using the STAR format and the different resources that we provided will sometimes even help you think of things that you forgot about because we actually did a podcast um, several weeks ago with one of our vice presidents of recruiting, and he was saying one of the big pieces of advice he always gives to candidates when they're about to interview is to research yourself. And when someone says that, it sounds kind of counterintuitive because you're like, research myself, I already know about myself. But there are so many things that you don't think about that you think, oh, well, maybe this isn't that big of a deal, or maybe you just completely forgot about it in general. So having those resources there to kind of um, bring those things back to the forefront and give you those good examples to use in an interview is key, and it's something that you really wouldn't have if you were not working with a recruiter or if you didn't have access to those resources. So definitely something I would think would be good to have for a job seeker. Yeah, no, you're definitely right, and honestly, I do appreciate it. Well, yeah, very good to hear. Well, I know a lot of um, candidates wonder about the value of attending a hiring conference. And sometimes they'll think, well, it sounds like any other job fair, so you know, what value am I really going to get out of it? So I wanted to ask you what you thought about attending a conference now that you've been to one and any advice that you would share with others that are transitioning that are looking to go to a conference as well. Yeah, sure. Um, one of the things that uh, I, that I always you know hold pretty close to to almost everything that I do is, um, so I always say the little mantra, the phrase is like proper preparation prevents poor performance. So I call them the five P's, and they they you know prepare yourself for for what's going to come because you already know what's going to come. You're going to talk to people, so you need to work on your conversational skills. You're going to hand them your resume, or you're going to have your resume with you at some point in time. You're going to, so you know, you got to work on your 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 resume, making sure that it's well read as well as um, you know reviewed by a lot of other people that have essentially fruit on the tree, you know, that have done this before or that have um, been in a successful business or or whatnot. And then finally, you know, um, pr practicing practicing your your networking skills, you know, uh, like developing those icebreakers, not making it awkward. And, and it's not, it's not, we don't polish our skills to be perfect. It's, it's so that we sound natural. So we sound confident about our self-awareness uh, or who we are. Um, so practicing those star format, uh, you know, conversations uh, to a point that you're confident is, is very important because once it becomes comfortable, it sounds more natural, and uh, the more and more you practice, the more and more it'll sound a lot more natural in, in, in the process. So when you go to these things, and people ask you, so so tell me a little about yourself, you can go right into the idea of, you know, from high school to, to college, to college through, uh, through your career, to understanding, you know, to helping them understand 
that you know who you are and you know you're very interested in in presenting it to them. So in that sense, um, that'd be that'd be something that I would do before the uh, the conference and while at the conference, be open. You know? Don't let don't let your don't let your pride or uh, any any internal setbacks that you may think is is a is a weakness prevent you from reaching your dreams. You know, uh, this is this is a sprint, and you definitely need to go in there and be like, I'm gonna do this. You know, leave doubt leave doubt in the hotel room and come out the come out to the conference area and talk confidently about yourself uh, and you know be enjoyable be happy that you're there because this is a great opportunity that most people don't ever get to do um, and continue to continue to network you know your network is the, is what's gonna what's gonna strengthen your your abilities and your uh, and your uh, possibilities in the future so continue to, to talk to people and let them know who you are I think that's all great advice did you find that you were more comfortable or maybe more nervous than you thought you would be or was it about what you would thought uh, I think I was after after doing the first uh, I did a conference with uh, Bradley Morris kind of got you know dust the dust the uh, the cobwebs off and understanding who mm -hmm. I was and uh, also you know conducting the interview uh, uh, prep interviews with Nora <clears throat> and then doing a little legwork on my own and honestly I, I took it a little step for, uh, further you know I even started talking to other people uh, about what I was doing like introductory it's like I, yeah I'm actually transitioning out and then it starts a conversation so what are you gonna do and then from there you know you, you, you become more confident in what you want to do it's like I want to go into operations management and make a change in an organization or I want to go into supply chain logistics and and assure that the processes are in the right place by implementing the information and knowledge that I've gained throughout the military. You know, it's it's taking that that extra step because it's worth it. You know, that mm -hmm. a lot of people don't take that extra step because they're like, ah, oh, I'm good. Yeah, you may you may need that extra step just in case. You know, mm -hmm. but uh, what, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I think confidence, like you mentioned, is key because it's natural to be nervous. I mean, I think anyone's a little bit nervous in an interview-type setting, but when you're confident in the skills that you're bringing to the table and you're confident in what you know you want to do, that takes the edge off a little bit and makes it so that even if you're a little bit nervous, you can still go into the interview and really sell yourself. Yeah, and I think what helped the most, honestly, was me talking to other candidates and realizing that they're in the same boat, you know, developing that relationship to understand that, yeah, we're all nervous. Well, we'll just do it together, you know, or we'll 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 make it through, you know. So everyone's everyone's suffering the same way, and in, in some shape or form, they may be nervous, um, but it's up to you to be to be confident when the time comes. I, that's what, that's really great advice, and I think another thing that is really great about the conference setting is you do have that sense of camaraderie so you don't feel like you're in it alone you know that there's that sense of community and other people that are going through it and then also especially with the distinguished candidate conferences um, there's usually some type of mixer or happy hour with the company so that you get to talk to them in a more casual relaxed setting 
And so it kind of breaks down some of those barriers and makes it a lot more relaxing from what I've seen. So I think that's another great aspect about the conferences. Yeah, definitely. I, honestly, the 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 icebreaker um, th uh, thing at the very end of the first day, I de I definitely found that a, a very uh, casual and and comfortable place where we all can just kind of talk, get to know the people that we'll be interviewing with, or uh, are part of the organization that we look to interview with, and uh, and develop that first impression that we're not that we're not robots, that we're not you know the the uh, the certain connotation that the the rest of the world has of us when we um, when we transition out of the military that we're not flexible that we're that we're not creative that we'll be stuck in our old ways and traditional no we're regular people we're just seeking a different opportunity that that uh, that will you know hopefully bring fulfillment yeah for sure you're spot on with that so. Anything else that you've learned as you've worked through the transition process that was different than maybe what you had expected before you began? Um, I'd say, you know, trust in, trust in your recruiters uh, to uncover the potential because that you have because sometimes we just don't see it. So continue to reach out and, and take advantage of the the uh, the assistance and the the opportunity that that Orion provides, so that you can be the the best, um, honestly, candidate. You know, when you get out there and actually start making a making your rounds and developing relationships with these different organizations. So, through my experience, you know, very unexpected with uh, with Nora and how she is. She like definitely was a was a go getter as well as uh, a lot of help. It definitely, it really just depends on how how you take it. You know, are you are you a person that can take constructive criticism because that's what's coming, and it's only for you to benefit. So, um, to set your side pride, uh, to set your pride aside, and uh, and definitely take in the the information and the the wealth building knowledge that you guys provide. Yeah, and it's just it's one of those things where you really do have to, going back to the confidence, you have to have confidence that you know what you're doing. The advice that the recruiters are providing you is only because you're kind of going into uncharted territory. So they're just trying to help you out with um, a completely different perspective inside of things that you've not been exposed to before. So the more of an open mind you can have and um, be open and willing to hear all of that advice, the better off you'll be. Definitely. Any other advice that you would share with anybody else that's in your shoes or anyone who's maybe you a year ago that's just beginning to think about transitioning? Um, sure. So I'd say that, you know, what's great about this opportunity is that it's there's unlimited potential to do great things. You know, you if you put your mind for, uh, to it, you know, and, and do the work and actually prepare yourself in the right way, um, you know, there's a lot of great things that you can make uh, make out of it. And uh, but the other side of that coin is that because there's uncapped potential on the upside, there's also very uncapped uh, potential at the downside. You can continue to f to falter and stuff like that, and it's up to you 
to make a decision on whether or not you want to do you want to be bitter or better you know so and a lot of it has to do with the, your self-awareness and uh, and how and how you want the rest of your life to be so when you make that decision be confident about the decision stick to it and uh, and push through some of the push through the storm and find that find that golden ticket very good. Well, you shared a lot of great advice with me and with our listeners today. So after talking to you, I can say I know why Nora and the other recruiters were very impressed. So I know you'll go on to do great things in the future, and I hope that you keep us posted. I know Nora will know, but um, we'd love to check back in with you and see how things are going later down the road. Yeah, definitely. I'd look forward to that. Well, thank you very much. It was great talking to you, and let us know if there's anything else we can do, but we look forward to seeing where your career takes you. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you all for everything. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks, Andrew. All right. Bye.